0: i'm rc or Andy petrie i can stand up in these meetings and be like listen guys we're in the playoffs give us a shot but i personally would be shocked to see tyler reddick drive 36 races in 2023 yeah. in the eight car
1: hey race fans welcome to another episode of backseat drivers here with the nbc sports family i have steve latart and kyle me joining me here on uh, the backseat table and I didn't know that lobster was best served spicy because mm. uh, we saw the tensions heat up at New Hampshire. Mm. Christopher Bell is our 14th. How many, Steve? Four-
0: 14. That's 14. still too short. Of too the short. Thing. Yes, okay. So we're 14. getting closer. No. Getting closer, yep. um, Yeah. Right. We're all getting closer to retirement. We're getting closer to 16 winners, too.
1: <laughs> I'm not. Um, okay, 14 winners. Christopher Bell is the latest in the NASCAR Cup Series. Uh, make sure and text these two if you agree, disagree. We still have the Please. number here in the backseat. Uh, 31032, you can text Steve or Kyle. You're also uh, setting yourself up to win some prizes like VIP races. You can go wave at Kyle Petty on Pitt Road, whatever you want to yeah. do. You Am know? I eligible to win? No.
0: No, okay. Yes, uh, right. we are.
2: I know. I, I want to be <laughs> VIP it's races. It's always Ooh. good. I know. I,
1: know. I know. Okay, first up, let's get into this Brad Kozlowski and Austin Dillon because we're here, what, twelve? 14, 17 hours later and we still don't really know what happened on the racetrack. Uh, so before we dive into it and see. Uh, what we think about the disagreement, the entanglement, whatever we're calling it these days, let's hear <laughs> what Austin Dillon and Brad Keselowski had to say following the race at New Hampshire. Uh, you guys saw it right? I mean, it's just hard racing. I guess I'm. Uh, we've uh, gone at it a couple times last two years. Uh, one time I hit really hard, so. Um, just don't like the way certain people race me and uh, probably not the right way to do it under a caution. Um,
0: does this warrant a conversation with Brad?
1: No, nah, I don't talk to him. Hot in the cars
0: and uh, probably all our tempers get the best of us, but uh, part of our team for the effort today, uh, certainly an up and down day and good to finish on an uh, up mark.
1: Austin told me he does not like the way that you race him. Is the feeling mutual?
0: Yeah, I'll talk to him privately. I don't need to be a jerk over the media
1: all right so whether it's a hot race car or uh just not liking the way that you're raced on the track <laughs> which this is not the first time we've heard austin dylan say that this season uh but steve you were up in the booth what was going on with the six and the three
0: normally we can find what led to the hockey fight a couple quarters yeah. earlier yeah. we have no idea what happened with austin dylan and brad keselowski and then you know austin after the race references years worth of incidents so I'll I'll be honest. I don't think this is anything special between these two. I think really KP, what it shows is how fragile the whole field is halfway through the season, right? Tempers are flaring front to back. Because two things. Why did Austin take a swipe at Brad? I don't know. But then Brad,
2: like the counterpunch wasn't like a little nudge. I mean, he (laughs) took a left and destroyed his own race car. The the counterpunch. I expected to see the left front of Brad's car driven up on top of the the manifold. I I mean, mean, that's how hard he hit him. all I can figure is that Austin had talked to Brad earlier in the week and asked him to be on Life in the Fast Lane with mm. Austin Dunn, and that Brad said no. Um, that's all I can figure he's is... That yeah, I, that's that's all I can figure because there was nothing. There was nothing you guys showed, there was nothing in either one of the... That was a waste of breath to interview both of them because they didn't say anything. Uh, they 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 just alluded to things that have happened. In the past and i remember my first grade teacher did something to me so i'm going to go back and run into her car i mean that it's one of those deals i mean how do you how do you figure this out and i don't know what it is obviously they have a history and for some reason austin come unhinged uh under caution and brad came more unhinged and yeah. they tore up two race cars for no apparent reason
0: but then owner brad got the mic after because he did a nice job yeah. of no comment i'll talk yeah. to him after like you know that's we talk a lot yeah. about what happens between drivers you can tell Brad has been through this a lot with <laughs> yeah. a bunch of different yeah. drivers, and I thought that was a really great non-answer. I'll yeah. just handle it this week. Yeah.
1: I can <laughs> tell you, though, I, I'm not a driver, but I do know one way to get in the playoffs is not to ruin your car over being True. hot in the car. So that's that's my two cents on that. All right, three drivers um, that right now have zero wins in that win column in the NASCAR Cup Series for the 2022 season. And I am – really surprised honestly by all three of them but we have ryan blaney who at one point looked like he may have been the regular season championship favorite kevin harvick who didn't get a win last year still doesn't have a win this year and then martin Truex jr obviously who had the car to beat at least for stage one and stage two at new hampshire and then couldn't obviously couldn't close out the deal but out of those three drivers kp we'll start with you on this one who makes the playoffs uh, all of them none of them
2: no I, okay i Blaney I say Blaney has the best shot and and this is this is I'm going straight off one Mm
1: -hmm. one
2: stat he has had more looks at wins true than the other two I I think I think Kevin and Martin both had a look at a win and that's why yesterday was so frustrating to both of them because they both had an opportunity but if we've run how many races have we run so far 20 races 21 races whatever we've run this season um, you -hmm. know I, I look at Blaney and I say you know he's probably had a shot at a top two or three finish and eight or ten of them, maybe maybe a few less, maybe a few more. Truex didn't show up until New Hampshire this year. I mean, I mean I, I've not seen Truex, and and Kevin is the same way. He's been a good top ten car, but you're not gonna even if you make the playoffs. And we talk about this all the time. Yay, I made the playoffs! I'm out in the first round. Yeah, that's that's the kind of year these guys are having. I, I want to talk about guys who have shots at winning the championship. A lot of times at this point in the season not who's going to make the playoffs but we we always revert back to the the lowest common denominator the 15th mm-hmm. and 16th we spend all of our time talking about that uh but i think blaney's about the only one i see that's got a shot okay you want me to be an optimist or a
0: pessimist I want you to be <laughs> all right well here you go ryan blaney um has been the most consistent so if it's on points i think he has a chance yeah. not sure he can Strict, win kevin harvick like is on a 63 base winless streak second longest of his career so, uh, you know, is that going to flip and change overnight? I don't know how. He is running better. He ran yep. fifth, and he went from 20 points below the cut line to almost 70. Yep. That's not the, the, the move you want. And Truex, when you look at Truex, he is winless this year. He ran well at New Hampshire, but I will look at the rest of the regular season. There's two road courses where Toyota can't even run in the single digits. Yeah. And there's a speedway, and he's never wanted a speedway at all. So just looking at stats, it's an uphill battle for each of them. I actually have – you know, this is going to be answered at specific tracks. Like, if I look yeah. at Truex yeah. – Richmond is probably his best. He could probably do it at maybe Michigan, but Richmond's really the one. Or even Pocono, he's won at before. Don't see it at the other. So, the real question is, how many of these guys miss the playoffs? Because I still think there's cars behind them that can win. Chris Buescher has run on the top five of the two road For courses. Sure. Last two road courses. Great point. We're going Great point. to two more. So, <clears throat> so, what I do love about this year is what I love to see Truex in the playoffs, Blaney, Harvick. I agree with Kyle. Those three names are huge names in the sports. Yeah. And even... Even though they may not be championship favorites, I think they add something to the first round. Mm. But there's not a lot of participation ribbons being handed out anymore. You know, the seats are being filled. I don't think we're going to have more than 16 winners. But I will say, you know, 15 or 16 is possible. It might take a win to make the playoffs. If we have 16 winners, Mm. you're going
1: to
2: have to have won a race.
1: Does Blaney win before the regular season is over?
2: Okay, so uh, listen, Uh, I think Burton interviewed Blaney before the race. I think it was documented during the race two or three times, um, conversations with <clears throat> with Truex's crew chief, where Truex said, "Yeah, we're, we're, when they got to Martinsville, we're okay. We'll be okay. We'll we'll point our way in," and 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 Wills believed then you had to win a race. Mm-hmm. Now they all are believers. Yeah. You have to win. You have to win. That's the only way in is to win.
1: Yeah, as Latart mentioned, um, Ryan Blaney and Martin Truex Jr. If the playoffs were to start today they're in Kevin Harvick is obviously the first driver out. So there's our answer. Everybody Um, Okay, next up one driver who hopefully does not have to worry about making the playoffs. He has one win his first ever win in the NASCAR Cup series and no news happened with him last week. There was nothing (laughs) that went on with Tyler Reddick. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Uh, Tyler Reddick obviously uh, announced with Denny Hamlin which was one of the coolest ways to announce. He just slid in a zoom meeting. It was it was awesome. Uh, He will be going to 2311 for 2024. Next year is 2023. So what happens to Tyler Reddick and the number eight car next season over there at RCR? I got my mind blown this morning because (laughs) the politics of racing. I did not realize how much was going to go into play. So KP from an ownership side of things and from a driver side of things what comes into play with this eight-carning season?
2: You know, they may pay this guy just to sit at home. You know what I mean? They may hold him to his contract and not have to do something. Who knows what mm-hmm. they'll work out. At, this, at the same time, you know, and, and people look at Tyler and they, they're like, why did, Tyler, why did Tyler leave Richard Childers? Why, why did he do that to Richard Childers? You know what I mean? I think we're seeing a model shift in ownership again. You know, you know what I mean? We saw it when Rick Hendrick came in. We saw it when Joe Gibbs came in. We're seeing another shift um that that you've got pitbull coming in you've yeah. got justin marks you've got michael jordan, michael jordan. you've got a driver in, in denny hamlin so we're seeing and this this is the future and you've got a young driver with tons of talent and he sees the future so i, I think there are so many options on the table that could happen to that eight car mm-hmm. next year um that that whether tyler runs a few races whether tyler runs a lame duck season no matter what they put him in or how they do it you've got sponsors who have to say so You've got Childress who's trying to salvage something now um, and, and salvage a season that's, that's out there five or six races away that he didn't think he was going to because he got him to sign that option paper, and he's like, I'm good for next year. You know what I mean? He didn't think about the year past that. So th- I think there's so many things. Uh, I'm not going to be surprised by anything that happens with Tyler Reddick in the 8 car in 23. There's no doubt,
0: unless there's something I don't see, that Tyler Reddick is yeah. probably the best talent to put behind the wheel of the 8. But is he going to be able to drive with two hands and two feet, or is he handcuffed because he's not allowed to have certain information, and how, how much <clears> does that mess up the situation? I think currently it's really emotional, so nobody really yeah. knows. I, I, you know, Nothing's going to change this year, and you already know you're in the playoffs, so if I'm RC or Andy Petrie, I can stand up in these meetings and be like, listen, guys, we're in the playoffs. Give us a shot. I think you can patch it together at the end of the year. But I personally would be shocked. To see tyler reddick drive 36 races in 2023 yeah. in the eight car really? i think even if he starts yeah. the year unless he wins yeah. really early and makes the playoffs again i just like the business is what the we've got to remember i left hendrick motorsports to go to television i knew a year away i wasn't even going to another team yeah. and you know the whispers were like wow well, how are they going to run you know he's he's leaving and all this stuff we had a great year it was yeah. fine but if I was going to another team, how would that work? How would Chad like to work with me knowing that, hey, I'm going to go to not just another team, but another brand. Yeah. I think that's the, the next level. Yeah. right? If, if Tyler Reddick was going to Trackhouse right. or, or Hendrick Motorsports or JTG yeah. or another yeah. Chevy team, I think it's a little mm. bit easier. And then it's more like just a motion kind of yeah. between yeah. two owners. But you're going from one brand to yeah. the other. That is a major shift yeah. in a car that's in
2: its infancy. Steve had a great point. If we go through 2022, okay, mm-hmm. they're going to give him the best stuff they can give him. They're in, they're in the playoffs. So it doesn't start now. now. No. Listen, if it been, does, there, then that is a motion yeah, taking over yeah, good business. Yeah, because he could be okay, a champion. Because okay. there's been, listen, there have yeah. been a million drivers through the years who have announced in June they were leaving the team they were with True. at the end of the year. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is a new model to say I'm ending in 18 months. I'm out of here. You know what I mean? This is a new model. We're a little bit in uncharted territory where a guy already announces, yeah, I'm playing for you, but in two years, I'm going to be playing for that team over there.
0: The race fan should love the fact that Tyler Reddick made this move, not because they love RC or love 2311, but the shift that Kyle's talking about. You know, we had a time in this sport where drivers, where business put them in cars. They had partners and sponsors and all these different things, and that still exists for some. Yeah. But everything I'm hearing and all the whispers I'm hearing is that was a free agent pickup of who they thought was the best driver available. Yeah. That is stock car racing at its finest. That should give us the best 36 stock car drivers in the world. Yeah. This is NASCAR going up. This is, you know, when you talk about the stock market of NASCAR, new ownership going up, new car going up. Now, a young driver in the sport, RC gave him the chance. And in years past, you just kind of stayed at that organization because they gave you your chance and you had a business deal. And this is a young driver saying, even though I just won my first race, yep. someone <laughs> looks at me as the best talent available. And I, because the rumor I'm hearing is it wasn't just one team courting him. There was many teams courting him, and he chose to go to 2311. That is great for the race fan. Who needs
1: 2023 silly, silly season when you can have 2024 <laughs> silly season? Hey. Uh, we're making moves, chess moves over here. I like it. All right, backseat bets presented by BetMGM. Obviously, we were heading to Pocono, the tricky triangle up in the mountains there this weekend. And uh, another opportunity for possibly a first time winner this season, or you know, let's just get 15 winners. I can tell Steve LaTarte we're gonna have 17 plus. Um, <laughs> all right, first up, Christopher Bell versus Kevin Harvick. Obviously momentum right now with the 20 car, but Kevin Harvick had a solid day at New Hampshire, KP. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm good with
2: that. Which one? <laughs> I'm, I'm good with momentum. Okay. I, I, I'm good with, I've, the, the, Kevin's not had momentum all year, okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they really haven't. So, and, and Christopher Bell has arguably been the top one or two Gibbs cars all year long. They th- they took themselves out of races, making mistakes and yep. stuff with their pit crew and things that happen. So, um, I, I just think finally the mo- the momentum that Christopher Bell was had
0: yeah.
2: was. Has, we saw the playoff. Yeah.
0: I'm taking Kevin Harvick. And the reason I'm taking Kevin Harvick is because Christopher Bell has now got that win. I think Adam Stevens and Christopher Bell will race for playoff points, try to win first and second stage. That'll hurt them in the strategy game. Kevin Harvick has to win a race, 60 points behind. I'm yeah. going with the gambler because I'm a gambler. That's, so that's I'm right. going with Rodney Childers one. because I think he has to throw a little more caution to the wind. I think their speed's going to be relatively equal. Yeah. I'll go Kevin Harvick. Hmm. Why not? Every once in a while, let's just put your yeah. chips on the roulette table.
1: Next up Eric Jones versus. Eric Amarola, hopefully no gearbox issues at Pocono. Steve, start with you on this one.
0: I'm going Eric Jones. Eric Jones is having a quietly very successful year. Petty GMS is improving. I know there was some news this week about a driver change at the 42, but I don't see that affecting the 43. There's just as much whispers about Eric Amarola. Oh, maybe I'll come back a little bit. Maybe I won't. Mm -hmm. We don't know. The story seems to kind of be getting a little foggy. For that reason, I'm going Eric Jones. I think he's going to have a good run.
1: Uh, for those of you keeping score at home, I'm going Kevin Harvick just because I want another winner. So. <laughs> um, all right, next up on this, one. <laughs> be you know what?
2: I'll go. I'll go Eric Amarola. Um, okay. and 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 because it's like when he won at New Hampshire last year, it just surprised you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like where had he been, and all of a sudden he steps up and wins a race. Um, I, I think I think he announced his retirement. Mm-hmm. Um, so that he would spend more time with his family, and now it's like maybe I don't want to spend more time with my family. Maybe I'm coming back. I mean, I don't know what the deal is, but I, I think that's driven by business too. I, I think we, we see sponsors who think maybe I want to go away, maybe I'll come back. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. So that that that's driving that a little bit. So I, I think for for Eric, we have seen moments uh, in races. We've not seen a whole race by this team all, all year, um, but you know, I, I would take I would take Eric over with some of the races that we have coming up. Um, I'd take Eric over.
1: Hmm. Not just because one's sitting with me at the table, but I'm going Petty Blue. Eric Jones for me. Uh, next up, Brad Kozlowski versus Austin like- Dillon. Water bottles, hot and race cars. I'm sure Pocono will be hot and steamy uh, this weekend. But who are we going with out of these two that are just really upset at the world right now?
0: The field? I mean, like, <laughs> I, Yeah, that's exactly right with this um, Brad Kozlowski, Austin Dillon. I think Austin was the, for some reason, the antagonist in this, he made the first move. I think he's, he's for some It didn't qualify well. It looked like a bumpy day. Yeah. Brad, on the other side, I think looks a little bit more like a team owner. And while it hasn't been flashy, uh, they've had a huge penalty. So let's remember yeah. when we look at where yeah. they're at the points. That's yeah. 100 points off where they should yeah. have been. I believe it's going to be Brad Kozlowski over Austin Dillon with a good, solid top 16 or 18 run.
2: I think I, I, I'll take Austin. I'll take Austin over Brad um, for 27th and 28th place.
0: Well, listen, I'll give Bet MGM credit because, because – <laughs> That's tough right there. Well, well so sometimes I've gone with, like, the storylines of, hey, yeah. we're going to pick these guys, too, but but this is a, a true – Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. know where you'd set the, it's the odds because oh, it's, yeah. yeah, it's truly a coin flip. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, the Eric's are a coin flip. The Bell – I mean, really, I, I haven't yeah. seen – I mean, only, the easiest one is the last one.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> okay, so on this one, I am going with Brad Kozlowski just strictly due to Pocono history. I think you're cheating off my paper. Yeah, I think you are, too. Come your paper. I have these circled. Okay. Throw a, uh, a coin up in the air for this one. He obviously has the second highest average finish at Pocono. So.
2: Or throw a water bottle at me.
1: Throw a water bottle. <laughs> I like it because he had half of his water not in his mouth. Uh, all right, next up, Denny Hamlin versus Kyle Busch, the two teammates over there at Joe Gibbs Racing. But, man, more momentum with Denny as an owner right now. Currently. See, you look but down. I got it covered. I did it. I d- I... Oh, my gosh. Who are you going with, KP?
2: You know what? I'm just going to go with Denny Hamlin for past history hmm. um, because he kicked butt up there. When when he didn't know anything about cup racing, he kicked butt up there. So I'm, I'm going to go with Denny.
0: I agree. So Denny won
2: his first trip to
0: Pocono when nobody yep. was supposed to understand the racetrack. We're taking yep. a brand new car there. I'm also taking Denny Hamlin. And for the betters out there, I'm fading Kyle Busch until he has a contract or he doesn't because <laughs> it's been anything but straightforward. Road America was messy. True. Yesterday, while he recovered, he spun twice and didn't get hit. So how did that happen? I mean, listen, it, it's it's awkward to say because if it is, you know, great drivers, I mean, Kyle Busch is a two-time champ. Yeah. There's no doubt he could push the pedals down and get it done. But turmoil is turmoil. And right now, they got a week off because Tyler Reddick took the news away. Well, that news is behind us, and Kyle Busch is going right back to the top of the yep. front page. So for that reason, I believe Denny Hamlin is going to win this matchup.
1: Alright, 4.7 average finish at Pocono, two wins already there, didn't have the track figured out. I don't know if anybody really has this next-gen car completely figured out yet, so Denny Hamlin for me, which means Kyle Busch will win the race. because we So we have the same lineup, <laughs> congratulations.
0: Oh. You're going to go 4 for 4 this week.
1: You can't wait. Look
2: at me, I circle all of them. <laughs> I don't <laughs> yeah. just circle. I single. <laughs> I can't look at your favor.
1: Alright, Pocono, the Turkey Triangle, we are headed there for the NASCAR Cup Series, and. Sunday is the race, so who do we have pulling it into victory lane and getting a win at Pocono? KP, okay, we'll start with you.
2: Wow, you're going to start with me. I'm
1: starting with you. You know
2: what? I'm going to go Kyle Larson.
1: Oh, okay. Uh,
2: he hadn't shown up lately. I was wondering um, not, that yesterday. But he, he had actually. a good run. The first part of the race yesterday, Man, good early. He drove up early. Early, he, did? he, he was there. So I'm, I'm going to go with Kyle Larson. He was uh, when he he was leading. Was that last year that he cut a tire? Uh, yeah, on the Bowman last yeah. race, corner last yeah. corner. you know what i mean i mean he just and i, I just think it's that kind of racetrack the chevy's have speed i think that this is going to be his place
0: don't bring up the last year because all of my friends say he got rick allen's that's the new uh, announcer <laughs> curse he was calling him to the victory when the tire went oh uh, i'm standing in the hendrick uh, camp um two well four top twos in a row phew. chase elliott yeah um and here's why i don't think he, he had a great car at times yesterday, but once again, they just did all the right stuff, put four tires on. I know he wasn't good enough to beat yeah. Christopher Bell in the end, but I mean, until somebody gets more consistent than Chase Elliott, that's it. I'm taking Chase yeah. Elliott as, as far as I can see because he continues to run on to the top, two. You talk about who has it figured out, those numbers will say yeah. that currently Chase Elliott has this car that's figured true. out the best.
1: Uh, okay, I'm going Kevin Harvick, and it's just because I want to watch Steve Letart's world burn. Wow. i just want to have 17 winners i really just give me one <laughs> listen i, I hope Erica you're right Rola, i Eric do too John, I, listen. Dillon, I don't care
2: i hope i hope somebody wins i hope we have 20 winners Same. so that I mean, okay. that makes it that that makes it a great sport for us i agree doing tv yeah. Yeah. sitting here doing this but it makes it a great sport for the fan if you've got 20 guys that can win races and the spillover won't even be
0: felt till next february yeah because every year it was like oh there's gonna be 10 12 winners we get off to a good point start if you have 16 Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to go into Daytona <laughs> going, well, we have to win. A win is required. No, yeah. it may, so it's going to change it everybody's changes. approach. Yep.
1: Chess moves. I'm going to tweet out the uh, the chess emoji after the show. All right, Pocono is. Makes
0: checker, if you send out a checker piece, is it the same <laughs> idea? Because that's what I'd have to send out.
1: I'm not sure. Oh,
0: Just asking. That's, sure. that's good. That's uh, good.
1: Pocono is coming to you Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern on USA. Steve Latar in the booth. KP, are you there this weekend? I'm there this weekend. Oh, uh oh.
2: Yeah. Uh-oh. yeah, I drew Pocono.
1: Good luck. A tricky
2: triangle. Telling
1: their voices <laughs> apart, apparently, because we can't keep them straight when they're on the broadcast. Uh, so both the uh, NBC guys will be up there make sure. And t- Tune in the NASCAR Cup Series racing at the Trinity Triangle this Sunday. And thanks so much for hanging out with us here in the backseat. We'll see you after the break. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Backseat Drivers. Make sure to rate, review, and follow to stay up to date on each new episode dropping every Monday.